Morning, everyone. Igesu, uh, can you hear me? Good. Well, I've never been in front of a large audience before or in robes before. So it's kind of intimidating. So um, when Roshi asked me to present this Dharma talk this morning, I had uh, two images. One of the images or thoughts was freedom, because uh, all our vows are about saving all sentient beings. And the second, a little unorthodox, is Alice in Wonderland. And I went to uh, the second part of uh, Lewis Carroll's book, what uh, Alice saw through the looking glass and what she found there. And I'm going to read you an encounter she has with the Red Queen. Where do you come from, said the Red Queen, and where are you going? Alex explained as well as she could that she had lost her way. I don't know what you mean by your way, said the Queen. Why did you come out here at all? After some awkward conversation, Alice is aware that she and the Queen are running hand in hand. The Queen went so fast that it was hard for Alice to keep up. The Queen kept crying, faster, faster. The curious part that Alice noticed was that the trees and other things around had never changed their places at all, however fast they went. Faster, faster, the Queen intoned. Running in silence, they stopped. Alice looked around about her in a great surprise. Why, I do believe we've been under this tree all the time. Everything is just as it was. Of course, it was, said the queen. Why would you have it? Well, in our country, said Alice, you generally get to somewhere else if you run fast for a long time, as we've been doing. A slow sort of country, said the queen. Now here you see, it takes all the running you can do to keep in the same place. <laughs> if you want to get somewhere else, you must run as fast as that. It's been three years since we've all been together like this. And people we have known and loved, some of them have transitioned on. People who were regulars are not here because of illness or other circumstances. But like Alice through the looking glass, what are we running in place to? Or what are we trying to run towards? I love I study texts. It's a simple guide. Of all the texts that I think the Sangha has explored over the years, this is the simplest. I mean, he gives the simple instructions, right? My advice to you, not this is what I tell you to do, but my advice to you is to do this. Don't push away rising thoughts. Don't show in your hands that you received on your seat in the monk's hall. Bell Hooks, in her book, Belonging, a Culture of Place, defines place more as than a ge geographic location, uh, location, 
but those elements which influence who we are, our self and our identity. I think in some ways he's suggesting that we all have a checklist. We all have benchmarks about who we are and what we're supposed to be. Why not in Zen? Luminosity is not something to be experienced in sitting, so our writer tells us. But sometimes we think sitting or being in Zen does get us something. The queen asks Alice, what do you mean by way? Why did you come out here at all? It's a good question for us to consider, right? Why did we all come out here? Was it to become enlightened? Or was it to get away from a delusional world? If that's the case, our author tells us, delusion and enlightenment are one. In the midst of impermanence, luminosity is unobstructed. And he tells us that three times. And I've been around long enough, when somebody tells you something three times, you take it seriously. <laughs> Everything that is manifest is subtle, and it, it's, it's intimate. From hell to heaven, birth and death, there's no rank, no form, no name. So what are we to do? Simple. We breathe in, we breathe out. Now, how many of us know that we're doing that? Are we breathing in or are we breathing out? Are we aware that we're breathing in or we're breathing out? Or is it just something that, eh, eh, eh? I guess I am. I'm still standing up. But he goes on to say, it's this step. It's this step. Not the next step. It's this step. It's this step. The text is simple. Don't fabricate. Don't push away anything of, of rising thoughts. Don't crave. Don't identify. Don't practice in order to receive certification from teachers. When we push away, we crave. We identify. Become, we become attached to what we are running in place to. Going to somewhere else is breathing in, breathing out. This step, this step, hearing, seeing, touching. We are alive. We are intimate as if you are coming to face with a partner, a co-worker, others in the different circles of our lives, whereas our writer says, with your grandfather in the village. When we are given words of advice, there are some of us who need forms. There are some of us who don't need forms. But the practice for all of us is to jump in jump into this luminosity, this treasure, to go forward and don't look back for results. Looking back is wasting time. And the author ends the text, this is freedom. 
This is freedom. And freedom comes with a responsibility. Freedom cannot, some, cannot be something that you and I hold to ourselves and then we can't share with other people or with anyone. And that's hard. And that's hard. I think we have to think about why are we here? The text calls us to something more. And individually, we have to ask, am I running towards something, or am I think I'm running, but I'm, I haven't made a move? That's the hard work. That's our Zen. That's why we have each other. That's why we have these teachings. So I am grateful that we have this teaching because it helps me to stay honest with myself. Uh, some of you don't know, in another life I was an Episcopal priest. I still am. <laughs> still, still am. You don't get that. Huh? Can't get rid of it. But <laughs> it's all about acquiring. <laughs> and, uh, and it's hard when people feel that they're not, they're not enough. They always have to acquire, they have to do more, right? And for those of them who are former Roman Catholics in the room, you know what I'm speaking to, right? The whips never end, right? The whips never end. But we're called to something, whatever the religious tradition is, is towards freedom. It's towards life. It's towards a breath of fresh air for everyone that we encounter. And that means it begins with us. Because we're not separated, right? We're not separated. Because when we start with us, it's with other people that we are surrounded with. So I'd like to think the work of this Sushin is to jump in and claim the treasure that's always in front of us. The writer says, it's always there. Birth, death, Buddhas, no Buddhas, enlightened, delusional. But it's subtle and it's intimate. And maybe that's what we need to do just to get a little glimpse of freedom. Once we get that little glimpse, then we can work to save all sentient beings. <laughs>